Yo, what's going on? Welcome to the Pardon My Pancreas podcast. Today, I want to chat with you guys about something really important for people living with type 1 diabetes, explaining time and range, right, and how that applies to blood sugar management. And of course, we're going to bring in a story today about the archery range and how we can explain your blood sugars. So without any further ado, let's get into our theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. Alrighty, so this last weekend, my wife and I had a, a nice adventurous day. We drove out to the middle of nowhere to an archery range, you know, like the bow and arrows, the, the Robin Hood, or if you're an Avengers fan, Hawkeye, right, <laughs> with the, uh, the bows and arrows, and we had a blast, but I had this interesting thought about my type 1 diabetes while we were out there, and it was super hot, it was like 95 degrees, and we're out in the blistering sun for, I don't know, an hour or so, uh, but as we're shooting arrows down the range, you know, some arrows miss, some arrows get on target, some arrows hit the bullseye, and I'm like, yes, I am amazing, and then you miss the next one, and you, you know, obviously, you remember how humble you should remain as an archer. Uh, but within this process, something stuck out to me, right? Now, as type 1 diabetics, we've heard the term, most likely if you're watching this video, time in range, right? Time in range refers to the time that you spend as a diabetic, myself included, between 70 milligrams per deciliter and 180 milligrams per deciliter. Now, if you're outside of the US, you may be using a different way to measure your blood sugars, known as millimoles, but for us, it is between 70 and 180. And we wanna keep our blood sugars between that range as often as possible, because that is the optimal way of living, right? We don't wanna be at 350 all day. We don't wanna be at 40 all day. And that would not be fun, either of those. <laughs> so what I thought about, while I was firing arrows at a target was time in target, right? And as I'm hitting this target, you know, I've got a certain number of arrows. And if you're watching the video, you see that I got props in this one, right? I got my arrows right there. It's awesome. It's my quiver of arrows. I thought about bringing my bow on here, but it, it honestly doesn't fit on the screen. It's way too large. <laughs> but as I'm firing down range, I'm noticing we got a certain amount of my arrows or a percentage of my arrows that are hitting the target on point and some that are just missing it, right? They're just outside of where I want them to be, outside of target. And if we think about our blood sugars like this, a certain percentage of our time is spent in target, in target range, in our time in range, right? And a certain percentage of our time is spent outside of our time in range, outside of the target that we set. Now, some people set different parameters, okay? So the, the default standard, standard setting is <laughs> between 70 and 180. Some people choose to widen that if they don't have great control yet, let's just say. Some people choose to tighten that and try to spend more time between, let's say, 80 and 160, right? It's a bit more difficult because it's a smaller parameter they're trying to set. And so it's kind of looking at the, uh, the time in range, I'm firing arrows down range, as I get more arrows on target in the middle of the target, right? And so I brought a prop for you to show you what I'm talking about, if you're watching the video, that's right, I brought one of the targets from the range. If you're listening, just imagine uh, the target shopping symbol with lots of different rings, okay? Get this guy out. 
So as we're going through, and don't worry, this is a new one, you don't get to see how good or bad I am at archery. <laughs> but if we're hitting this gray area, right, where it's outside of the target, that's like spending time with your blood sugars under 70 milligrams per deciliters or over 180, right? You are outside of the target range. It's a miss, right? We're missing the target. But as soon as you cross into this white barrier, right, that's like getting a blood sugar of 175, right? You're like just beneath 180, or maybe you're at 75. You're just above 70, right? And so technically, you are in range or on target. As you get closer to the bullseye, we're getting closer and closer to your goal blood sugars. Now, most people, I would say, feel best uh, when they spend their blood sugar time between 80 and 120, right? That's a pretty safe average, I would say, where people feel awesome. Uh, if you have average of really high blood sugars, you're gonna feel probably like a low coming on around that time because your body is not acclimated to that. But uh, the ideal blood sugar you wanna stay around, you know, try and catch those unicorns, if you're familiar with that term, is 100. So we'll just count the bullseye as being 100. So if I can shoot 10 out of 10 arrows at that bullseye, that makes me what? a very skilled archer, right? <laughs> That's Robin Hood status, or Hawkeye, like we said. If I can hit 10 out of 10 on bullseye, that would be the equivalent of staying at 100 blood sugars all day long, all night long, right? Fantastic, bullseye. You completed your time and range that is 100% time and range. What happens if one of those arrows misses and we hit off the target completely? Well, now it's nine out of 10. 90%, right? Now we've got 90% of our time has spent in range. And so the more arrows we miss, the lower our percentage of being in range truly becomes. But how do we make sure that we get more arrows in range or more blood sugars in range, right? And what I want you to imagine is uh, with our CGMs, for example, constant glucose monitor, they measure your blood sugars every five minutes. Mine is a Dexcom, there's other ones out there as well. It measures your blood sugars every five minutes. So if we were to imagine firing an arrow once every five minutes, if it lands on target, that counts as time in range. If it lands outside of the target and you miss the target completely, right, that means you're outside of 70 to 180, which means you are out of range. And the idea behind time in range is to get as much time as possible in range, on target. And the closer you get to bullseye, the better off you're gonna be. So first step, get the majority of your arrows or your blood sugars on target or in range. Second step, is going to be getting a tighter grouping of your arrows or blood sugars in a smaller parameter set, right? So the more closely we can get our arrows or our blood sugars to 100 or to that bullseye, the lower our standard deviation becomes. So in archery, it's known as a small grouping size. So if I can get most of my arrows on bullseye, it's a small grouping. If I can get most of my arrows, even if it's in you know second or third ring, but they're all close together, it's still known as a small grouping, which means that you are very skilled at getting your arrows in the same spot, firing at the same time. You might just need to adjust your sights, right? But here's where it gets tricky. I'm gonna fold this up. Actually, we'll just toss it. Within archery, there's a certain number of tools, resources, pieces of knowledge that you must have acquired in order to get your arrows hitting the middle of the target. One of them is practice and skill documentation, it could look like uh, repetition, right? Repetition, consistency, these are the keys to mastery. However, if you don't know how to hold your bow, if you don't know which fingers to pull the string back with, if you don't know where that arrow needs to rest on your face in order to get an accurate shot, accurate look down the line of your arrow, 
if your arrow tip isn't screwed on correctly, if your knock isn't set properly, if the string is the incorrect distance from your arrow rest, right? There's so many different things, and we don't have to get into that because most of you aren't archers, but within diabetes, there are a massive amount of variables that impact blood sugars that can cause your time and range to fluctuate wildly. You might stay in range one night, and then the next night, nothing changes, you don't think, but suddenly, you're way out of range. Every five minutes, those arrows are missing the target. Your blood sugars are at 200, 250, 300, or maybe you're at low all night long. You're stuck in the 50s or 60s. Nobody wants to deal with that, right? And so like I had to learn about archery, learn about what the heck is a knock, and how does an arrow fit on the string, you know that arrows actually connect to the string? It's wild. But as I learned about archery, so also did I have to learn about type 1 diabetes, about insulin timing and different types of meals impacting blood sugars on a different basis, how different macronutrients, carbs, fats, proteins require differing amounts of insulin and insulin timing and activity settings. Oh, don't even get me started there with different types of activity, exercise. It could be chores. It could be going for a walk with your friends, hiking, traveling, different time zones, right? There are so many things that can affect blood sugars and can cause your, your blood sugars or your arrows to veer off target, to set up their camp outside of range, and they wreck your time and range, right? So the percentage behind your time and range drops over time. It's no longer 90%, 80%, 70%, maybe it's looking like 30%, 40%, 50%, and you feel stuck there. And what, what we might be looking past is that it's not necessarily that you can't figure it out, it's that you weren't taught properly. Right? Just like a new archer will not know all of the fine intricacies of strategy and tactics to get that arrow to line up perfectly and hit a bullseye time after time after time. Similarly, you were likely not given all of the tools, all of the resources by your medical team. And this could be because they just didn't have the knowledge to give you, or maybe you're just one of too many patients that they see. They didn't have time to go into the intricacies of type 1 diabetes with you. That was my situation as well. When I was first diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, I was told, you can't have sugar, you're gonna die early, you're gonna get complications, good luck, here's some insulin. And that was the gist of it. And so if you're in a place where you were not properly educated on how to master your disease, this type 1 diabetes life, right, because it is lifelong, A, first step here, you're doing the right thing, you're researching, right? You're watching a video about time and range being explained, even though it is about how it's relating to archery. <laughs> Hopefully that was useful for you. But two, you gotta keep learning. You need to learn about these small pieces that fit into what it is to improve time in range, right? So similarly to the arrow needing to be set up properly, the bow needing to be built properly, and the limbs that need to be stretched just enough so you get the, the right power behind the arrow to pierce the target, you need to look at your insulin timing, your insulin to carb ratio, your basal rates, your activity settings, your uh, diabetes management strategies overall, your insulin therapy choices, and look out to what is out there that could potentially simplify the entire process. Where now, with archery, it's a simple matter of line the arrow up, pull back, aim, and release. That is my process. When I first started out, it was fiddle with the arrow, try to get it connected to the string, try to pull it back, whoa, that's a really heavy draw weight, right? Or, you know, pulling the string, it's really heavy, and my arms are shaking because I'm not used to this weird movement, and then I wildly release the arrow, and it shoots way over the top of the target into the bushes, and I lose it forever, right? When you don't know what you're doing, 
it feels overly complicated. It feels impossible. It feels more difficult than it needs to be. Just like type 1 diabetes. When I was first diagnosed, I felt there was no hope. I felt that my life had changed for the worse forever. I didn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. And I was not given a light to look for. But I can tell you today that there is a light to find. That there are simpler ways of managing this disease, of living your fullest life with type 1 diabetes. And as you improve your time and range, lower your standard deviation, gain more control over your blood sugars, you open up new doors to living a flexible and life full of freedom and happiness and joy. Eating the foods you love, exercising, going out for hikes or traveling, that is all possible if you can gain control of your blood sugars. And like I said, there are simple strategies that you can follow, but you have to dig in the right holes. Right? You, you can't just uh, cast a wide net and hope that somebody teaches you one of the right strategies. You do have to put the effort in, as you are now. And I love that you're the kind of person that is after these new strategies, that is after understanding of what is time and range? How do I improve it? Because those are the types of people that we see the greatest success with in our programs. The people who are curious, the people who are their own best advocates, who are looking out for themselves because they know that no one else is going to fix this for them. And you know that. And that's why this is going to work for you. So today's lesson, time in range. Imagine an arrow firing every five minutes. The more arrows we get on target, the more time we spend in range, right? The more time we spend between 70 and 180 is the more time that we can calculate as being in range, which is represented as a percentage. So if I look back at my last week, it'll say, you know, your time in range was 96% over the last week. Great. And if I look at yesterday, you know, it's going to say your time in range yesterday was 93%. Great. Now that is above average. I want to put that out there right now. Most people have a hard time achieving that little level of time and range while doing things like archery and eating their meals of choices and living their life to the fullest because the education just has not quite caught up to where we're at as a community, people living with type 1 diabetes. But like I said, since you're here, you, you at least I'm assuming right, that you are willing to put in the work. You are currently putting in the work to learn these new strategies, develop that deeper understanding because if you're not willing to put in the work, you won't get the results, right? If on day one of buying a bow and arrow set, I showed up to a competition and just expected to take first place, I would have been embarrassed. <laughs> it would have been a rough day. It would have been a humbling experience to say the least. Similarly, if you expect to jump into type one diabetes, you know, of course it's not fair that you were diagnosed, but it is our responsibility to learn how to live with it, right? But if you expect us to be great at it, you're not going to get anywhere. It's going to be a humbling experience. So similar to archery, we have to learn how to use the bow, how to knock the arrow, how to align your sights to make sure that the arrow is going where you intend it to go to improve the amount of times that the arrows land on target. We want to improve the time and range that you spend between 70 and 180. And as you get better at staying in that range, we want to improve your grouping, right? Or lower your standard deviation. And if you are willing to put in that work, I guarantee you, not only will type 1 diabetes become more simplified, but it'll feel easier. Because the more controlled your numbers are, the less attention you have to give to them. It's quite fascinating. You put the work in in the beginning, and it tends to smooth out in the long run. At least that's what I've noticed. The more control that I achieve with my blood sugars, the freer I am to live my life to the fullest. So, I gotta ask you, 
Are you willing to continue down this path, putting in the work, the effort to learn the tools, strategies, resources necessary to see that improved blood sugar control so that you can then go and enjoy your life? If so, then you're in the right spot, right? This time and range thing, it, it can't be mastered 100% of the time for 100% of your days. Uh, there is no magic pill that you can fix. But if you are willing to put in that work, I can point you in the right direction. Okay, time and range is a huge part of where diabetes management is going these days. The A1C, that's old news, okay? Time and range is the new gold standard for diabetes care and for how we measure our progress or our level of success with blood sugars. And if you want more information on how to improve your time and range, the actual strategies, tips and tricks that I use personally to achieve those 96%, 93% averages across my time and range percentages, and I want you to go to diabetesinaction.com. Okay, this is a training that I put together going over how I take care of my diabetes. In fact, there's a story there about how I learned the lessons the hard way and how I want to give you the shortcut to taking care of your blood sugars. All right, so head over to diabetesinaction.com, grab the tips and tricks that I've learned along the way so that you can improve your time and range and start living your life on your terms. All right, I'll see you over there. One more time, it's diabetesinaction.com. Have an amazing day and keep up the fight.